Alright everybody, welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies. Comic Book Movie Month continues along here. Today we are talking about one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. That is Spawn. Now, although he is one of my favorite comic book characters, and I believe they have a great animated show uh, called Spawn that you can catch on HBO Max right now, did this movie work is it spawn what did they get right what did they get wrong uh this came back out in 1997 a long long time ago and at the time it was considered it says it right on the box this special effects event of the year this was being touted as man you will never see special effects like this you know back then some controversy going on because this character was you know all the the depictions in the medium of this character was super violent. Uh, what was this going to be rated? You know, essentially it got cut to PG-13, even though the R-rated director's cut, which you can get, is not really all that R-rated. Um, you know, it's more of the themes and the thoughts of what's going on in this movie. But it was a little bit controversial back then. There was uh, some parents that were really upset when this movie got released. Um but, you know, overall, how does this work as a Spawn movie, if you're familiar with the character? Did it work? What did they do right? What did they do wrong with Spawn? Especially for me, like I said, he's one of my my favorite comic book characters is Spawn. So when this was first coming out uh, and I was a kid back then, I was actually really, really excited for this. I, I was just super eager to, to see this movie. And we'll talk about whether or not it it works as as a comic book movie and and as a movie in general. So, uh, with that being said, before we get into the first segment, I just want to say, you know, if you're a first time listener, welcome to Matt Goes to the Movies. Hopefully, this episode catches your attention and you'll want to check out some of the other things that we've done here at Matt Goes to the Movies, whether it be the other comic book movies that I've covered. Uh, some collaboration movies that I've done with Rob or Harrison, uh, a good friend of mine from The Basement Binge, uh, who I'll talk about a little bit later. Hopefully you find this episode uh, and this show interesting after this and you want to continue to check it out. For people that have been here, thanks so much for joining me again here. And let's get right into it at Matt Goes to the Movies with the watch rating. Watch rating, three segments. Is it high, medium, or low? Low indicates that you would never watch this movie again. Medium, yeah, if it's on, you'd stop, you'd watch it. Uh, or high, would you throw this movie on as a repeat viewing? Uh, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. You know, some movies are bad, and I will put them on just because they make me laugh. Um, other movies are just really good cinema. And I want to rewatch them again, whether it be for the animation, whether it be for the story, the action, the comedy, whatever it might be. Uh, that's how we rate those systems here uh, at Matt Goes to the Movies, high, medium, or low. And with, oh, and also, if you're a new listener, I will also give a spoiler free portion of why I think that movie falls into that category in this segment. So I do believe that Spawn in my mind, is a medium. I enjoy this movie. 
I don't think it's the special effects event of the year. Even way back when it came out in 1997, I didn't think the special effects were all that great. But I still... I can't help it. I enjoy this movie. It's over the top. It's gross in some parts. Uh, I do think Spawn's costume is actually really well done in this movie. I think the effects for Violator are super cool. And there's just parts of it that I like. I just, you know, is it perfect? No, absolutely not. Um, You know, is it the Spawn that I know from the comic books? No, the violence isn't there. But I still find enjoyment out of this movie, and sometimes that's all I need. I can, you know, sit back and watch this movie and get through it. I I don't really, you know, have anything that I just say, oh my god, this is terrible. And I don't have anything that I say, oh my god, this is great. But what I'm going to do here is I'm going to move into spoiler territory. But before I do that, I will say... Uh, If you want, you can catch this movie on Netflix right now if you have that. So if you've never seen Spawn, go check it out if you want to. It's on Netflix. Um, And if you gain interest in the character, I would highly recommend going to HBO Max and watching the animated series of Spawn. Now, that is hyper-violent, nudity, language, lots of gore, um... So just throwing that out there, for some reason, if you're a younger listener, um, there's a lot going on with Spawn the Animated Series, but you can catch this film on Netflix right now. So if you haven't seen Spawn and you want to check it out, this is where you would pause this episode because I am going to get into spoilers. Now, with spoilers, this segment is called popcorn time so popcorn time we're gonna break down the movie talk about its characters its themes uh and everything in between so the story of spawn this movie features al simmons he's played by michael jai white and he is an assassin who works for the u.s government for a man named jason Wynn, who is played by martin sheen in this movie and al wants to give it up He's got a a wife named Wanda who he wants to settle down with finally. He is tired of killing, and he wants to quit this life. But you can't quit this life. You're an assassin. You kill people. You've done too much. You know too much. Uh, The U.S. government, and specifically Jason Wynn, they're not going to give up this asset. He's too good. He's the best killer they have. He's so good, in fact that the devil himself, yes, the literal devil himself, the ruler of hell named Malbosia, wants Al Simmons to lead his army. So he sends down Clown, um, who is played by John Leguizamo, uh, also known as Violator. He sends him down to work with Wynn in this movie to recruit Al for Melboja's army to lead the armies of hell to the gates of heaven and burn them down. So when Al decides he wants to quit, that is when Jason Wynn is going to enact his plan to murder 
Al Simmons and sent him to hell. And that's where we get our movie really started. Uh, with Al Simmons, though, one thing to know, he has a best friend, Terry Fitzgerald. And this was pretty controversial. Uh, the movie actually, in the comic books, Terry Fitzgerald, who was Al Simmons' best friend, is an African-American. And in this movie, he is now white. Um, not really sure why they decided to do that. Uh, that's Hollywood. But it was met with a lot of backlash. It seemed, you know, complete. not even seemed. It's completely unnecessary to change that dynamic. Um, but they did. So his friend Terry Fitzgerald... Um, after Al is murdered, what happens is it seems like an instant to him, but it's five years after he's murdered and Melbosha sends him back to earth. Terry has now been in a relationship, is married to Wanda. They have a daughter together, and this is going to drive Al over the edge to turn him into a full fledged hell spawn. And lead Malboja's army. But little does Malboja know that that's not in the plan. So, as he decides to rebel against Malboja, he gets into fights with Violator. Uh, which is, again, played by John Leguizamo. But, that's the basic plot of this movie. But I, I want to get into some of the things that I think actually work in the messages in this movie, and some of the messages of Spawn. You know, it's not an easy thing. Uh, you know, this guy is a killer. He has he has murdered people. Um, regardless of why you're doing it, and if you think you're doing it for good, he's still a murderer. So there's a fine balance uh, to, to root for somebody like this to try and want redemption, um, especially when he's turned into a... Hellspawn, uh, a literal creature for the devil. Uh, so there can be some, you know, some confusion as to why you should root for this guy or why you should want him, you know, to, to get a second chance, so to speak. But, you know, in the movie, one thing that works is I do think Michael J. White is very charismatic. I actually like him a lot as an actor. I think he plays the role of Al Simmons well. He doesn't get great things to work with, but I do think you feel for this guy. Um, you know, he did think that throughout his life, the people that he was taking care of, he was a soldier. Um, the people that, you know, he was killing, even though he's killing them, you know, they were terrorists. They were they were bad people. They were people that were threatening good, honest, hardworking people and ways of life. Um, and sometimes, you know, you have to put those people down. He thought that's what they were doing. But, you know, turns out, you know, he was killing innocent civilians and he just grew tired of that. That's not what he wanted to do. So I do think there's room to root for him and want him to, you know, get a second chance as Spawn to do some good. Uh, the other thing that works in this movie for me is he meets um, a young boy who lives in what they call Rat City. Um, it, it's just an alley of homeless people. And he meets this kid and befriends him. I think that relationship really works. You do meet Cogliostro in this movie. I think he's terrible. Uh, I'm going to get that out there. I, I think it's a horrible portrayal of Cogliostro. Really unnecessary. He's literally just there for exposition. Um, but not in a good way. It, it's just... It's really bad. It doesn't really add anything to the movie. 
Um, but I do like the relationship he develops with the kid. I do like how he does realize that, you know, being gone for five years and Wanda being devastated, Terry stepping up, helping take care of her, you know, he's able to move past that and understand that this is his life now. And although he is a hell spawn, he doesn't have to be what Malboja wants him to be. I, I do appreciate those aspects of the story. I do think that, you know, one special effect that's really good, I do like his costume a lot, and the transition um, from clown to violator later in the movie I think is really well done. I'm really surprised, given how crappy some of the other special effects are, how well that transition to violator is. I enjoy that a lot. Malboja looks horrendous. The other hell spawns look like a Sega Genesis video game. Uh, maybe even worse than that. It's just really, really bad background, really bad dubbing for Malboja. Uh, th there's a lot wrong with those parts when they uh, show hell, and it's terrible. Martin Sheen, He's serviceable. I, I don't mind him in this movie. I think he's pretty good for the most part. Uh, per, uh, Jessica Priest, eh, whatever. She's kind of there for eye candy in the beginning of the movie. Uh, you know, Al Simmons' original death was, if you're a fan of the comics, was by a, a person named Chapel, which was retconned in this movie. Um, and then they later in the comics retconned it so that Jessica is Al's, you know, killer in the comic books, which was weird because this movie, you know, it's not like this movie did really well. So it was weird that they would take something from this and put it into the comics. But uh, enough about that. You get some pretty good action scenes with guns here. Um, a rooftop chase where he's trying to escape the police after he attacks when there's some some pretty good action. Again, anything where they go down to hell is terrible. It's so bad to look at. It, it's almost worse than a than an old video game back from like the Sega Genesis or original PlayStation era. Uh, that's how bad some of these special effects are. But you do get good moments. Like I said, you have some funny moments with John Leguizamo as clown. He really committed to this role. He's goofy. He's outlandish. There's a really funny part where they're in a cemetery when Al's, you know, digging up his own body to verify that he's dead. Um, and he screams at one point cause he sees, um, you know, he's upset that he's actually dead and he's buried and it's just, he, there's this one scene where he's like, oh, you scream like a girl, do it like this. And he lets out this high-pitched, like, girlish scream, which I thought was actually really funny. Um, and he's gross. He's he's portrayed just like he's supposed to be. I actually think they do that really, really well. I, I was impressed with Leguizamo's commitment to the character of Clown. And I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I do like Cyan, who is Terry uh, and Wanda's daughter after Al dies. Um, she's not in the movie a ton, but I do like her. I think the actress, you know, the little girl who uh, plays her does, uh, you know, a fine job. It, it's it's serviceable, and sometimes that's all you need because sometimes child actors can be really, really bad. So I do enjoy those things about this movie. I do enjoy the action. I do enjoy the story. I, I think they tell, 
you know, what they need to. Again, it's not great. The dialogue is is stilted, but it is Spawn. Like, you can recognize what this is if you've never, you know, if you're only slightly familiar with the, the source material. It's, it is Spawn. Um, so I think they achieved that. Now, would I have liked to see a more of an R-rated Spawn? Yes. Uh, back then, though, it wasn't really proven that R-rated movies in that term could work. You know, certainly we've seen it now with Deadpool and Logan, things like that. But, you know, back then it was about getting as many people into the theater as possible. Where R-rated for these type of movies was not you know, a hit. You couldn't take a risk like that, especially on a property that not too many people know. Just because I know Spawn, um, you know what a lot of people do, but that doesn't mean that they're going to go out to the theater and they were trying to make this so that they could get more people in the seats. So I understand what they were doing, you know, making this PG-13. Do I necessarily agree with it? No. But But I understand. Um... You know, my favorite scene in this movie would definitely be the Violator transformation. I do really like that. Um, Again, compared to some of the other special effects, that's really well done. I do also like when he attacks Wynn for the first time at, like, the dinner party. I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, One of my least favorite scenes about this movie is... After he fights a Violator, he gets like a crash course in how his suit is supposed to work. Um, he learns about his chains and his cape and everything. And it's like a two-minute montage. It's like a rocky training scene. Except he really learns two things. He's like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I gotta go and fight. And it's like, well, you didn't really do anything. So... I don't really like that montage of him learning how to use his powers. He definitely, you know, it, it skipped over so, so fast um, that it's like, wow, that you, boy, you probably could have cut some other things in the movie and done a little bit more of him um, learning about his powers. I also do really like the grave scene where he transforms into Spawn for the first time. I like that scene a lot. I think it's really well done. I do think, again, that his comic is actually really, really well. Um, I, I, I think that's a, a positive about this movie is that. My least favorite character in this movie is probably... Terry Fitzgerald, he doesn't have a lot to do. I don't like the fact that they changed his his ethnicity for the movie. I think that was a really, really tone-deaf call. Um, also, you know, for the relationship that he has with Al, it's not really fleshed out well enough. Uh, I also don't think the the actor who plays him, I'm forgetting his name, does a, a good job. I, I don't think he's really that great. Um, in this role, he doesn't bring a lot to it. So he would be my least favorite character. So going over all of that, I am going to move in to roll credits where anything interesting about the film, box office numbers, and the overall rating system, one to five reels that we use here on Matt Goes to the Movies. And 
an interesting thing about this movie is um, when they first started talking about this, uh, Columbia Pictures showed interest in making this film. The negotiations fell through because Todd McFarlane was like, I don't have enough creative control. Um, eventually, though, in order to help get input in merchandising rights, um, McFarlane sold the film rights to New Line Cinema for a dollar uh, to get creative input. Uh, I thought that was actually really, really interesting that he sold it to a dollar. Um, well, for a dollar to be able to have some creative input. Um, Michael J. White, he did find the character of Al Simmons really interesting. He actually said it's the most tragic character I've encountered in any cinematic production. Um, and that's why, you know, I said earlier, he said it's hard to make an audience sympathize with a government assassin who comes back from hell. Like, how do you get someone to actually root for him? Other interesting things... Uh, John Leguizamo, eight hours um, originally to apply the clown makeup. They did get it down to four. Michael J. White had to spend two hours, um, you know, to get into the Spawn costume. Really, really interesting. Um, a lot of time. Also, when it was greenlit, Spawn was greenlit for $20 million. Uh, the visual effects actually had to increase, led to the production being increased to 45 million. Um, and a third of that was spent on the effects, which is really, really interesting. Um, you know, a lot of special effects go into this movie. And again, not the greatest, though. So, not that great, but I still find those things interesting. Now, Going on to the overall rating, one to five reels, you know, how is this movie? I do give it a medium for a rewatch, but out of five reels, I do give this three. Um, again, is this a great movie? No, but something about it just interests me. I can, again, I can sit down, I can throw this movie on on my own if it was on TV because for whatever reason it was you know, playing on the channel that I was watching or something like that. Um, I, I would sit down and watch this movie. I do give it three out of five reels. It is in no way perfect. There are some, you know, major flaws with this movie. But at the end of the day, I can just sit down and enjoy Spawn. And that's really all I'm looking for. Can I enjoy it? And I do. So that's going to end this recap of the movie Spawn. Again, if you haven't seen it, um, and for some reason you went through this review with, you know, with spoilers, go check it out on H, you know, our HBO Max. Sorry, that's the animated one. Go check it out on Netflix. You know, see what I'm talking about. See if you disagree with me. Uh, if you think it's trash, let me know. Write, you know, leave me comments. Uh, email the show. All of those notes are, you know, at the bottom of the, the link for this episode. You can contact the show. Let me know what you think of this movie or any other movies that we've covered. Uh, you know, we've done Catwoman, Daredevil, um, Batman and Robin. Let us know, you know, let me know what you think of of those, of those reviews, of those movies. If you agree, if you disagree, I always love hearing those things. And one last thing coming up here. Um, this was supposed to be January for comic book month. Uh, 
I have re-recorded the ending of these episodes because I was sick for a while, was not able to get everything into January, but you're listening to this in February, more than likely. In February, uh, I will be joined by Harrison from The Basement Binge. I mentioned him earlier. Check out his show. It'll be in the show notes. It's a fantastic show. Um, Also about movies. Really, really well done. The inspiration for, you know, Matt goes to the movies and why I created this show. I'll be joined by him. I'll be joined by Rob. Longtime listeners of Matt goes to the movies know who Rob is. And also my son, Brandon, who's helped me with a couple episodes. In February, we'll be doing a four-part series on our top 100 video games, which I am super excited to record and to talk about. Something completely new for Matt goes to the movies. Again, the top 100 video games in our eyes. So it'll be interesting to see what our lists are, where we rank them. And I'll be really interested for listeners to check out that episode and give us your thoughts on what your top video games are. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Continue to, you know, hit the social media pages, email the show, download the episodes. Let me know what you think. I appreciate it. Go to podchaser.com, look up Matt Goes to the Movies, leave reviews for the show. All of that feedback really, really helps. It's really appreciated. Till next time, we will see you once again at Matt Goes to the Movies. Thanks for listening.